48K News. It's one o'clock. I'm out as the headlines. A university professor is detained by the police on suspicion of murdering his wife. A man accused of killing his wife and daughter confesses to having a girlfriend. Plans to screen organ donors for hepatitis E come under fire. A university professor who's been arrested on suspicion of murdering his wife has been detained overnight by police. Handcuffed and wearing a black hood, Cheng Ke Chung was escorted back to the University of Hong Kong late last night to visit Weilun Ho, a student dormitory where the couple live. Detectives have said Dr. Cheng was seen pushing a large wooden box on a trolley from the building after he reported his wife missing. But police later found a suitcase inside a wooden box at Dr. Cheung's office in which a woman's body was found. A university spokesman says they'll provide all necessary assistance to police. The president and vice-chancellor of the University of Hong Kong, Zhang Xiang, expressed his shock at the tragedy and said support would be offered to staff and students needing help. And I'm sure that you are as saddened, as shocked as I am. While the details are uncertain, what is clear is the tragedy event that occurred and that many students... The president of the university students' union, Kenneth Wong, and alumni will be... Says students are concerned about the case. He says the university is offering counselling for those who live at Weyland Hall, where Dr Cheung served as warden. The relevant department is already preparing and also getting um, counselling service in ready. So I believe the assistance from university is, uh, the preparation is in progress and also will be sufficient. A high court jury has heard a professor accused of killing his wife and daughter admitted to having an affair with another professor. Ko Kim Sun is accused of murdering the victims by putting a yoga ball filled with carbon monoxide in their car in May 2015. Priscilla Ng has details. In tapes of police interviews played before the court, the defendant said he had a girlfriend called Shara Lee and that they'd been together for about three years when officers asked him about the affair in 2016. The professor said his girlfriend was an assistant professor from Polytechnic University whom he'd known for more than six years. But the professor stressed his girlfriend had nothing to do with the case. He also told police that he filled two yoga balls with carbon monoxide at the Chinese University where he worked and took them home to make sure he had enough of the gas to kill rats found at his village home. The hearing continues. A former president of the Hong Kong Society of Transplantation says the hospital authorities' plan to consider screening organ donors for hepatitis E isn't practical. Dr. Chow Ka-Foon says there are many other diseases and viruses out there that can also be tested. She said people shouldn't overreact just because five patients contracted hepatitis E from a donor. Because there are so many viruses are all around in this world. And we've got the rabies, we have the dengue fever, even, even influenza can be life-threatening in immunocompromised patients. So if you want to check, there are a lot of things to be checked. The former chairman of San Hong Kai Properties, Walter Kwok, remains in hospital after reportedly suffering from a heart attack on Monday night. His brother Raymond visited him this morning at Adventist Hospital in Happy Valley. There's been no official confirmation so far over on the 67-year-old's condition. 
A former assistant director of the planning department has accused the government of managing land resources poorly, saying this is the reason there's a shortage of land for housing and development. Augustin Ng, a former CEO of the Estate Agents Authority, says there are eight to ten thousand hectares of usable private agricultural land in the unit in the new territories. He says much of this is held by developers and often left idle, unutilized, or damaged. He says if the government took back all this land when current leases expire in 2047, it wouldn't need to use reclamation or developed country parks for housing. Already, there are people, you know, in the internet,、uh, overseas people who are familiar with、uh, planning in Hong Kong. They are already saying Hong Kong is not lack of land resources. We just manage our resources very, very badly. The Real Property Federation has proposed putting container homes on barges near the Kai Tak Cruise Terminal to cut short waiting time for public housing. The group says the floating city idea will cost about $140 million and can house up to 2,000 people. The vice chairman of the federation, Derek Yip, says it's safe to live on a barge even if there is a typhoon battering the city. We understand that putting the barge in the harbour next to the Kai Tak Airport. Is relatively safe because it is a sheltered area, so we don't expect even typhoon would create any troubles to the ship or the barge. Roundtable lawmaker Michael Tien says the government should take stiffer action against a waste treatment firm for extreme pollution around the Chumun landfill. Tests he conducted and those done by web-based media Hong Kong O One showed ammonia levels near the landfill were at least were at least ten thousand times above acceptable limits. The new site also said nearby wetlands in Harpak Nai were seriously polluted. Mr. Tien says the government should consider revoking the license of the waste treatment firm. Banning it from bidding for contracts. Maybe it's a matter of disqualifying them from further bidding in the future. That is the ultimate punishment. That is the one thing that any contractor going after public money fear the most: is that if they are barred from bidding for contracts for a certain period of time, they're basically paralyzed. They cannot keep their workforce. They have to disband. When they disband, they cannot get the people back. So that is the ultimate stopper. The Hong Kong Institution of Engineers is expected to accept the resignation of President Fuko Wong at a council meeting this afternoon. Mr. Wong recently stepped down as former projects director at the MTR Corporation following construction scandals on its Shatin to Central Rail project. There have been weeks of infighting at the Institution of Engineers over whether Mr. Wong should continue lead the group. A year after violence in Myanmar prompted hundreds of thousands of Rohingya Muslims to flee the country, the UN Security Council has been meeting to discuss their plight. On Monday, UN investigators urged the Security Council to refer Myanmar's military leaders to the International Criminal Court to face possible charges, including genocide. But China's UN Ambassador Ma Jiaoshu said applying pressure wasn't the answer. Given the current situation, the international community should cherish the hard-earned progress and give full understanding to the great difficulties faced by countries concerned, and continue to provide constructive assistance instead of simply putting pressure on them. 
The authorities in Puerto Rico say nearly 3,000 people died as a result of Hurricane Maria, 46 times more than originally thought. Until now, the official death toll from the storm last September was 64. Puerto Rico is now asking Congress in Washington for 139 billion U.S. dollars to help repair its infrastructure and power grid. The governor of the U.S. territory, Ricardo Rosello, told reporters he accepted the new findings. I am announcing as well that we are, even though it is an estimate, we are officially changing the official number、uh, to the death toll. We will take the 2,975 number as the official estimate for the excess deaths as a product of Maria.、Uh, uh, Google has strongly denied claims by President Trump that its search engine is rigged to make favorable coverage of him difficult to find. Mr. Trump said Google's search results for Trump news hit conservative and supportive voices, although there's no respected analysis to back his claim. Mr. Trump's economic advisor Larry Kudlow said the administration would consider whether or not Google should be regulated. Speaking to reporters at the White House, Mr. Trump said Google and others needed to be careful. Yeah, I think Google is、uh, really taking advantage of a lot of people, and I think that's a very serious thing, and it's a very serious charge. I think what Google and what others are doing—if you look at what's going on at Twitter, if you look at what's going on in Facebook—they、uh, better be careful because you're—you can't do that to people. The Canadian Foreign Minister Christian Freeland said she'd held very constructive talks in Washington as efforts continue to renegotiate the North American Free Trade Agreement. Ms. Freeland met the United States Trade Representative Robert Lichtenstein a day after President Trump announced he'd reached a preliminary deal with Mexico. She told reporters she was pleased Mexico had made concessions on issues such as the car industry. NATO says the decision by Russia to hold its biggest military exercise in decades is a sign of a more assertive Moscow. A NATO spokesman, Dylan White, said all nations had the right to exercise their armed forces, but it was essential it was done in a transparent manner. Russia's defense minister, Sergei Shigo, said the Vostok 2018 war games would involve almost 300,000 troops. Almost 300,000 personnel will be involved at almost all of the training grounds of the central and eastern military districts. Naturally, the Pacific and Northern fleets will take part, and paratroopers are fully involved as well. A Vatican diplomat who alleged that Pope Francis had rehabilitated a cardinal accused of sexual abuse is reported to have gone into hiding. Archbishop Carlo Maria Vagano made the allegations during the Pope's weekend visit to Ireland, where he vowed to pursue justice for the victims of Roman Catholic clerical abuse. Turkey's state broadcaster has removed American cowboy films from the Sunday morning slot that have that they have occupied for decades, in another sign of growing anti-U.S. sentiment in the country. The westerns will be replaced with family films, and as the BBC's Mark Lowen reports from Istanbul, Turks are hitting out at the United States in different ways as well. <laughs> This recent video shows a group smashing iPhones with a sledgehammer after President Erdogan's call to boycott U.S. electronic products. This is for our flag, a man cries. Before, in a moment of unscripted absurdity, the iPhone in his pocket rings. In another viral video, Turks cut up and burn dollar notes. It may all seem like a comedy, but the unprecedented row between two powerful NATO members poses a serious threat to regional security.
A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 28,401, 42 points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at $41 billion. Currencies, the US dollar is trading at 111.22 yen. The euro is standing at 1 US dollar 16 cents and the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 9 cents. Now to sports, here's Richard Pine. Hong Kong's track cycling team have a shot at more medals in the Asian Games. Kosu Wai scored a top four finish in qualifying for the individual pursuit, while Diao Xiaojun is well placed in the Omnium. Adam Cheng has more from Jakarta. After playing a key part in helping Hong Kong win silver in the men's team pursuit last night, Kosu Wai has kept up his form by advancing to the bronze medal race in the 4,000 meter individual pursuit. He finished fourth in qualification and will race for bronze tonight against Kazakhstan's Artyon Zakharov. That race is set for 5.55 p.m. Hong Kong time. Ko is 30 years old and had never won an Asian Games medal before coming to Jakarta. He now has a chance to win a second medal in as many days. In the women's Omnium, Hong Kong's Diao Xiaojuan is ninth after the scratch race. The Omnium is made up of four events contested over one day and she's got a good record in this competition, having finished first in last year's Asian Indoor Games. The fourth and final race is the points race that starts just after 6.30pm Hong Kong time. Points are accumulated from the four races and the rider with the most points wins gold. Tennis and the second day of the U.S. Open, where players have been struggling with the extreme heat at Flushing Meadows. Women's second seed, Caroline Wozniacki, is through after a win over the former U.S. Open champion, Sam Stoser. And the men's Wimbledon champion, Novak Djokovic, has overcome the conditions and his opening opponent, as the BBC's Gigi Salmon reports. The former world number one Novak Djokovic did suffer a scare, sickness and extreme heat to overcome the Hungarian Marton Fucevic in straight sets. With the players taking advantage of the extreme heat rule used for the very first time in the men's game, which allows the players to take a 10-minute break at the end of the third set. They're allowed to leave the court with temperatures at that point upward of 95 degrees. You touched on Caroline Wozniacki. She was lucky to get the job done nice and early because she was first up with that straight sets win over Sam Stoza. There was also a straight sets win for former Wimbledon champion Petra Kvitova. Five-time champion Roger Federer eased into the second round with a straight sets victory over Japan's Yoshihito Nishioka. The Swiss, who's looking for his first U.S. Open title since 2008, only needed an hour and 52 minutes to dispatch Nishioka 6-2-6-2-6-4. Federer will play France's Benoit Paire in the next round. And in football, Ajax AEK Athens and Young Boys Bern have booked their places in the Champions League group stages to end their long absences from Europe's top competition. Four-time European champions Ajax drew 0-0 at Dynamo Kiev to go through 3-1 on aggregate and end their four-year absence from the competition. AEK are through to the group stages for the first time in 12 years after drawing 1-1 with Hungary's Vidi to progress 3-2 on aggregate. And young boys have ended their fans' 32-year wait to see their team in the competition, beating Croatia's Dynamo Zagreb 2-1 on the night and 3-2 on aggregate. And that's the latest from the Sports Desk. To end the news, the top stories once again. An university professor is detained by police on suspicion of murdering his wife and a man accused of killing his wife and daughter admits to having a girlfriend. And that's news from RTHK. Tell me, tell me, tell me, what, what, what do you want? Tell me, tell me, tell me, what, what, what do you want? Tell me, tell me, tell me.
the science is free admission. So what do you say? You can start at the beginning. No one's listening at the door frame. You got to separate. 